the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. I am freshly back from Team 231. I got to tell you, we had a phenomenal class this weekend. You know, as uh, you know, when we go do our training, one thing that we uh, have our students do is we have them uh, turn off their phones. We actually have them make a no phone commitment for uh, two and a half days. So when they start at uh, on Thursday at five o'clock, we have them uh, go to dinner, and we tell them to make your phone calls now. Uh, because you will not be using your phones for the next two days. You won't be on. Yeah, you won't be on the internet. You won't be checking Facebook. You won't be checking the news. And I always tell people, just let you know, things suck in America today. Uh, things will suck tomorrow and Saturday when you get out of class. They'll suck a little bit more, and you can just read about them then. So, you know, and I joke about that, but let's be honest. It's getting crazy out there. It's absolutely getting crazy out there, and it doesn't make sense. Uh, it doesn't make sense. And so today, we're going to talk about this thing called clear vision. You know, this weekend, we changed 12 people's lives, maybe had an impact on 13. But 12 people's lives for sure were changed. And let's be honest, many people today are lacking hope. They're confused. And, and what we need is clear vision. The Bible says, without a vision, people perish. You know, their hopes, their dreams, motivation are absent without a clear vision. And today I'm going to be joined by a, a recent graduate. He was a team member of 231. And we're going to talk about um, how we get stuck. You know, a lot of people think that their life is what it is. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's not true. It's not true. We can change. I don't care how bad things are going. I don't care how much control you think you have. And this is why I like to have graduates on the week after class, uh, not to promote what I do. Uh, I've been doing what I do for 30 years this year, and it's by referral only. So, um, you know, I, I'm not out there selling our class. People come to me to take our class. And you can read about it at likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. But the reason I bring people on after class is to give people hope. I mean, have you, have you read the newspaper lately? Did you see a person was going into a... Uh, someone had fell on the tracks or something had fell on the tracks and someone was wanting to help them and, and somebody came along and pushed them onto the tracks so they fell off the tracks. You see people coming up to strangers and pushing them in front of subways and getting killed. People coming up to strangers and cold cocking them, knock them out. People coming up to strangers and killing them, stabbing them, cutting their throat. I mean, Stop it. this is the world we live in. 
and it's stunning. And you know, it it it's, it, it can get you down. I I mean, I and then people are looking for a reason why, a reason to to do something, a reason to to push, a reason to focus. I, I saw this thing in the news. Um, Hunger strike day two. Strikers begin to feel health consequences remain committed. Hunger strikers for voting rights legislation began to feel the health consequences on the second day of their hunger strike outside yeah, the U.S. Capitol. Obviously. I'm feeling very tired, cold, and hungry. Obviously, right? Bullwinkle, obviously. But committed to be here. Unpacked co-founder Shauna Gallagher told Fox News. Says she's having headaches. One of the around 40 young hunger strikers had to leave to see a doctor after feeling lighthearted, but everyone else remained. The group has their vitals checked twice daily. And here's the key. The youth activists are planning to strike indefinitely unless voting rights legislation passes the Senate. But after Senator Kristen Sinema reaffirmed that she would not vote to remove the filibuster, which would have meant the upper chamber only needed a simple majority to pass the voting rights, the legislation appears to have no immediate path forward. So let me get this straight. These young people who really don't believe in anything but themselves in COVID, they're on a hunger strike. Why? Because the media and the Democrats go to uh, uh, Atlanta to tell you that democracy is under assault. Lighten up, that the threat to vote is, is tantamount and is being threatened. That is a, such a lie. Do you realize it's so much easier to vote in Atlanta uh, than Connecticut, uh, where uh, our president's from, right, where Biden's from? Check it out. A lot easier. Oh, Delaware, thank you. Delaware, all these places, is a lot easier to vote in Atlanta than all these other places. But yet there's a lie going on. Do you know what this new this uh, voting rights law would do? This voting, light law, voting rights law would make it that 16-year-olds could vote, 16-year-olds who are being led by their teachers and told what to think. What? Non-citizens can vote, and they will outlaw uh, ID to vote. So it will be illegal for someone to request you showing ID to vote. So you can vote without ID. Uh, ballot harvesting is fine. In other words, destroying the chain of custody. You know when you vote, no one can touch your vote in a voting booth. Have you ever been to a voting booth? No one can touch it. They can't put their hands on it. They can't do anything with it. They guide you so that no one else touches that vote. That's the sanctity of the vote. But balloting harvesting means that they will mail out all these ballots, millions of ballots, and then people just mail them in. No signature required. So there's no verification that that person that filled out the vote is the person it was sent to. And then anybody can just go around and gather up tens of thousands of votes and turn and walk them in however they want. So there's no chain of custody anymore, mandated voter mail-in, no signature required. And the biggest thing, and the Democrats said this, the biggest thing was not who votes, but who gets to count the votes. See, they're saying this. They know their game. Who gets to count the votes? And that would dictate that some Democratic official got to count the votes. And there would never, ever, ever be anything shady going on there. Never. You might want to Google that, see if the history of the United States, if there's ever been people dealing shady with voting. Probably never, ever, ever happened. So I'm just telling you, this is, it's a sad world. People get, get down. I mean, look at this whole thing. I'm in Texas. This whole synagogue assault, you know, and attack. You know what MSNBC and all them were saying this was about white, white privilege, uh, about white supremacy, about white nationals. This was, again, blamed on white people, uh, Trump voters. 
had nothing to do with that. This is a British guy who was all about uh, his Muslim sister or Muslim family members. But see what's being told. We're being lied to and being told and being played against each other. This weekend, we had people from all walks of life, all backgrounds, all religious beliefs, all skin colors. We had brown and black and white and off-white, uh, you know, phenomenal. And in two and a half days, technically 40 hours, we became brothers and sisters. We became family. You know, you can change, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care how bad things are. Briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. That's the question we ask people at the end of this class. And here's what your guest today said. My uh, uh, betrayal and abandonment. So here's a young man, 24 years old. What's his biggest block? Betrayal and abandonment. Do you realize how many people feel betrayed and abandoned? Not just by family, but by our government. Being lied to, being misled, uh, being propped against each other, uh, being played, being racism used to pit us against each other, fear of COVID, fear of everything. Look at my kid, my my six-year-old kid who turns seven next week. He's in first grade. He is afraid of everything. We don't have fear. I'm, I'm going to have to teach him not to. Has to wear a mask. Has to can't touch people. Has to stay six feet away from each other. Look at the consequences. So, ladies and gentlemen, it gets dark. It gets scary. Briefly share with your biggest block in life was before attending this. He said betrayal and abandonment. My father left us at a very young age. And growing up, it's difficult to not have a father. So here's a 24-year-old man whose father abandoned him, who basically didn't know who he was, didn't know about being a man. And even though this young man is doing a lot, he's a coach, uh, he, he's a successful young man, he's working to be better, but he, his life has been driven by fear, by betrayal, by abandonment. And there's many others out there like that. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about the prescription for that, and that's called a clear vision. We'll be right back. Always bet on black. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? 
TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at Freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. This is serious stuff. We believe you're messing up America. You could pay attention for a couple of minutes. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and we are back. I'm back from a weekend where I got to change a minimum of a dozen lives. I always joke with people, what'd you do this weekend, right? (laughs) I got to change lives. I got to bring some people closer to God. I got two gentlemen, hopefully get a chance to hear from this weekend, that uh, got on fire for their mission with God. But uh, everybody got cleaned up. I see lives change. I see eye colors change. I see people that can't say two words to you when they first meet you. By the time class is over, uh, can't shut them up from talking. It's it's what's going on. But, you know, I always joke with people say, you know, in this room, there's a lot of light. But outside these rooms, it's a dark, dark world. You know, it takes me about a day to get people out of their old world and into our new environment. And once we get in them that environment, get them hopeful, get them believing, get them beyond the skepticism, get them beyond the pity party, get them on the victimhood that the world is programming, then they start moving and grooving. But even this weekend, I had 13 people in class, and, and one of them, I don't know. I mean, I read his report. It sounds like it made an impact, but he got a lower certificate because he bragged about he's skeptical. He's skeptical. He works in a prison guard. He's He's been through the ups and downs of life, and so... He uh, he's skeptical. He uh, grew up with around God, so of course he wants nothing to do with God. I mean, and and yet I helped every other person in that room, but this guy wouldn't be willing to believe. See, it all starts with a belief system, and right now it is dark out there. It is dark. I'm reading articles. Airline CEOs warn 5G could leave thousands of travelers stranded and cause other havoc. So technically, I guess 5G messes with. Instruments on a plane. What? Yeah, the whole country's going to 5G. 5G's to run all of our cities, run all of our smart homes, run all of everything. Uh, but uh, we don't know about how that's going to affect air flight. And then, of course, the the jab, uh, you know, modifying your RNA, uh, now saying that even a fourth jab will not protect you from Omicron. So, what? 
Uh, and then I'm reading doctors saying, well, you get all these jabs, all this, you're going to destroy your immune system, whatever's left of it. So these are doctors that are prone vaccine, and now we're getting to a point where how many jabs do you got? Right? I can honestly say I've never once been tested for COVID and never been jabbed. So I can tell you in two years, and I've been around hundreds, probably half a million people at least in that time, changed a couple of hundred lives directly and indirectly probably as many as well. And yet never, you know, and I'm, I'm overweight. I have a good immune system. I feed it with glutathione. I feed it with vitamin D. I take my vitamins. I drink a lot of water. I sweat on a regular basis, right? You know, and, and that's what I do. I, when I say the world is dark and it's helpless and hopeless, I'm not being negative. I'm being truthful. I just want you to know that. I want to be truthful. And you got to be truthful so you can embrace it. You know, three questions of clear vision. Where am I now? Where am I going? What will it take to get there and how long? And the true question that a lot of people don't want to answer is where are we now? And that's the sad part because if you don't know where your starting point is, then you can't get to there from here, whatever there is. You got it? You got to know your starting point. Uh, it's I took a class decades ago, and, and it was a, a class called EQ, and it was after a game called the Red Black Game. Uh, and they said, you know, we talked about how messed up the world is and the world's at war and all that. And if there was a supreme universe, uh, got, you know, guide, guide or guidance council of the universe because they didn't believe in God. If there's a supreme leader of the universe looking out over planet Earth thinking, wow, we got to destroy it. It's a mess. And then the thing was we were supposed to write, what would you say? What would you write if you could defend, if you were in the court of law and could defend planet Earth? And so I wrote that out, and it was pretty cool. But then, knowing who I am, I then wrote out God's response, <laughs> you know, because I believe in God. There is no ruler of the universe. We call him God, Jehovah, Yahweh, Adonai, El Shaddai, right? And so I wrote this thing out. So I wanted to share with you. It's a, it's a little verbose. There's no rhyme to it or reason. It's just what would God say? And it's something called the time is now. Stand before me, all you, sorry, stand before me, all you of the human race we call human. There is much pain, fear, neglect, and abuse on this planet we call Earth. The time of decision is at hand. As you hear my prose, feel the intensity of life of all who choose to be counted. The words I share are of benefit if they are acted upon and not just heard. Your life is an expression of your thoughts. You are the creator of your own experience. For as a human being, you are free to will whatever state of mind and thus state of being you desire through your thoughts and words. For none of you respond to reality. You only respond to your perception of such. The one thing you have absolute control over is your attitude. It can be a blessing or a curse. The choice is entirely up to you. For the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the quality of your thinking. Energy follows thought. Thoughts produce action. See, hear, feel what you are thinking. Experience how the resentment, the regret, the anger, the envy, the greed, and the fear cause you pain and discomfort always remember this my child hurting people hurt people 
we have the power to help others create a better experience. Misery does love company, but this life offers no cheese with that wine. If you can understand your fellow man and he can do the same, ah, there is great power there. One human family. Oh, the possibilities. With this understanding comes intimacy with self and others. This connection brings about a world of change. Because people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. With this knowledge, they will give all to your cause. Think about that. If you truly want to change your world, my friends, you must first change your thinking. Resourceful thinking creates a better example for others to follow. Then your example gives others permission to change. For what you are doing speaks so loudly that others don't even need to hear what you are saying. Reason and action become your greatest tools. They create an atmosphere of passion, which leads to contribution, which creates the winds of positive change. Never doubt that a committed individual can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. For this journey you humans call life is but a ship on the sea. It is not what happens to you in this world that makes you who you are, but rather how you deal with it. See the effect that your attitude has on those around you. For each life is linked to all life, and your words carry with them chain reactions, like a stone thrown into a pond, rippling out into your world. If your thinking is congruent with your words, then your actions will flow directly from the heart, creating ripples of love. No man is an island unto himself. Every person is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. Since Auschwitz, we know what man is capable of. Since Hiroshima, we know what is at stake. The time is now to save the human race. Your life becomes a beacon for others to grow and to be. The choice is yours, friend or foe. To be or not to be. Your words carry with them chain reactions. Choose your words with care. Go forth and remember, when you live your life like it matters, it does. So let it be spoken. So let it be so. Go forth with love. See, I don't believe, ladies and gentlemen, that we're in a place that we're supposed to be. See, this question of clear vision, and there's three questions that all leaders ask themselves to establish this clear vision. Where am I now? Where am I going? And what will it take to get there? And how long? And i got to be honest with you. The hardest question to answer is question number one. Where am I now? Because it, people have to be honest. And a lot of people don't want to admit where they are now. It's kind of like uh, Elijah. You know, I think it's uh, 1 Kings uh, 18 or 19, somewhere around there. You know, Elijah battles the prophets of Baal, right? Uh, they both uh, take a, a sacrifice and tie it up to the altar. 
And they both, uh, uh, you know, Elijah challenges the prophet of Baal to call down heaven, that his God could call down a fire from heaven and burn up the altar. And of course he can't do it. And then Elijah gets his altar and he douses it with water and he puts water all around it and all that. And he prays to God and God destroys the altar, burns up the water, burns up the sacrifice, burns up everything. And everybody goes, wow, that is our God. That is the Lord our God. This is the God we will follow. And then Elijah goes off and they kill like the 500 prophets of Baal, right? And they're all a spiritual victory. And then the next day, uh, what, uh, King Ahab's wife, right, Jezebel, uh, sends him, Elijah, a letter saying, I'm going to have your head by the end of the day. Your head will be on the platter. What? And what does Elijah do? He runs away. And it's so cool because it's First uh, Kings nineteen thirteen. When I was talking, I looked it up to make sure I'm in the right place for you. And here's what First Kings nineteen thirteen said: When uh, when Elijah heard it, uh, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And a voice said, "What are you doing here, Elijah?" Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the question today. What are you doing where you're at? Because you got to know your starting point. And you got to be honest with your starting point. And sometimes it's a little ouch to realize, how did I get here? What am I doing here? And once you get on that, though, we can make some change. So after the break, we'll have a recent grad to talk about how lives can change in 48 hours. We'll be right back. What we do in life echoes in eternity. All in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio on Freedom 1570. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Jerisline, our guests like bow hunting expert Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Lesmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick Sharon Saylor. Sundays at 8 a.m. on Freedom 1570. It's Outdoor News Radio. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, 
the the leadership awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today you are blessed because today uh, you're going to hear what the outcome of some hard work in the right place at the right time can do for you. You know, I don't care where your life's at, if it's really good or struggling. I don't care what you think of this COVID, this pandemic, whether you call it a pandemic or a plandemic. I don't care if you're pro-mask or anti-mask. I don't care if you got the jab or would never get the jab. Let's be honest. Things right now are a little bit confusing. Things right now are a little bit dark and not a lot of hope going on, a lot of bitterness, a lot of fighting, a lot of uh, hatred, a lot of racism, a lot of bigotry, and just hurting people, hurting people. And this is why I get to do what I get to do. And if you don't know what I do, why I'm on the radio, go to likeitmatters.net. You will find out why we're on the radio because we've been changing lives for 30 years, 30 years uh, working to, uh, to make this world a bit better one person at a time. And one of our clients we've had for about 23, 24 years is a company called The Car Medic. Uh, they are a paint-free dent repair company. Uh, they have, uh, um, I don't know if you call them affiliates, all over the country. And every year they do a minimum of two to three classes where they have brand new people sign up uh, to start a brand new chapter in their life, start a brand new career. Uh, and uh, they start off with eight weeks of training in their new career. And that training begins in my hotel meeting room. And so they show up that first night looking for cars to push some dents. And instead, they run into Mr. Black. Uh, and then they have a 48-hour journey that forever changes their lives. And today, I thought I would uh, have one of those uh, recent graduates uh, come and join us on the radio. So uh, let's welcome Parker to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Parker? Good. How are you? You know, I'm in the hands of God, in the hands of God. So is it a great day to be alive? It's always a great day to be alive when you're in the hands of God. Amen. Right on. Every day above ground, right? Every day above ground. Every day. is a great day to be alive. Every so, no matter, uh, no matter uh, what situation you're in, it's, if you're above ground, you're, you're doing something right, and God's still got, you know, got a plan for you, no matter what you're yeah, going through. Yeah, it ain't too late. As long as you got your breath in you, it's never too late. As long as you have breath in you, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So tell me about yourself. So how old are you, Parker? I am 20. I'll be 21 this summer, but I am okay, 20. Like 24. Okay, so 20 is cool. And uh, you, uh, your background, what's your background? Um, so I'm born in a little small town called Kirksville, Missouri, up uh, northern Missouri, about 45 minutes from the Iowa border. Um, okay. you know, did a lot of sports growing up. It's just me and my mom and, you know, I've got a lot of cousins. I'm a, I'm the youngest out of 19 cousins, but, um, wow. you know, it's just me and me and my mom and my grandma, you know, that's oh, wow. 
you know, uh, you know, dad, Did you dad graduate high school? I was at a, yes, I graduated high school, um, from Kirksville. So I was born in Kirksville, stayed in Kirksville, uh, went to a small little community college called MACC, which is Moberly area community college. And I ended up finished that okay. in a year. Um, okay. usually it takes about two years, but I finished it in a year. Um, but yeah. And you do coaching as well? Yes. Yes. I am. Well, before I joined CarMedic, I was the assistant coach for our middle school wrestling program. And then I was also the assistant coach for the varsity and junior varsity and girls wrestling for our high school. Oh, so very cool. I was, I was on the road a lot. <laughs> so you love that. You love coaching. Oh, yes. Yes. Like I said, you know, I, I definitely want to get back into it once I get settled wherever uh, my journey takes me. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'd like to get back in and start helping the youth wrestling. So, yeah. Some of the best leaders in people's lives are coaches, you know, because coaches teach you not just how to play the game, but how to play life and the important things in life because sports, when a coach can tie in sports to life, and, and that's powerful. It's not just about what happens in the arena, what happens on the mat, what happens on the field, uh, the stadium, but how does that transfer outside of the stadium, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So you uh, decided to come become a car medic, and Thursday night you show up to your uh, Dallas-Fort Worth start of your training. Uh, and you meet Mr. Nope. Black. So be honest, five minutes into the training, the door's open, you're in class, we're going now. Five minutes into training, what are you thinking? I had no idea what was going on. I mean, I, I, I get in there and, you know, the door swings open, you're screaming immediately, you may now enter. And we're all like, <laughs> okay, you know, so we're all, we're, we're all kind of walking in, kind of taking our time, and, you know, that's when you start yelling, it's okay to hurry you know, run to your seat. So now I'm like, holy crap, you know, I gotta, I gotta put a little pep in my step every time I walk into this room and, you know, I immediately find my name badge, you know, put it on. And then I see a ride. What's going through your head? Okay. You know, going through my head. Like, what are you thinking? Okay. I'm kind of sitting there. I'm like, you know what, what did I get myself into? This is, you know, it's kind of giving me like a boot camp vibe, you know? Yeah. You know, that it's, it's cut and dry. You know, you're, you're not going to be relaxed, you know, that you're going to get yelled at. You got to, you know, how, how are you going to, you know, match with that energy? Um, yep. And, and know, the one I thing get, I teach I you, I create a very stressful you. environment and it is like boot camp, just so you know, Parker, because yes. when I was yes. uh, 17 years old, I graduated in June of 83. And by August of 83, I was in boot camp in Fort Bliss, Texas. And we had something called down the hill and you had to go up to the hill to actually start your boot camp. Down the hill, you were processing maps and all that. And boy, when that bus took us from the bottom of the hill up to the top of the hill, and when that door opened up buses, two big old sergeants, two big old men, I remember one was black, I think one was Hispanic, started barking at us, get off this bus. And I mean, it was just, that's where I got that from. And, and one thing I want to do is I create a lot of tension. I mean, that class is uncomfortable, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I do that intentionally. And, and I tell you early on, my goal is not for you to reduce the stress in here. There's a lot of stress-reducing things that people can do. I told you my goal is to teach you how to function at a high level in a stressful mm -hmm. environment. 
And that's different. Why? Because our world is stressful. It doesn't make sense. We got people pitting against people. We got our government now. If you don't think like the government, they're chasing you down. They're coming after you. We harass our political opponents. So it's getting stressful. It's getting chaotic. And what I want to do is give people real life training. So when they can learn how to function at a high level in a stressful environment in my class, then they can handle anything outside of class. I mean, what have you noticed since you've been in class? Have you noticed anything different, like things aren't getting to you as much, we can see more? What have you noticed since you've been in a class? You know that I've realized that not every little inconvenience is something to beat yourself up on. You know, like not everything is as stressful as it I should that I started, you know, putting it as, um, you know, kind of being away from home for the first time was, you know, very hard on me, but, you know, you build, you build a team, you build a friendship through those guys mm-hmm. that you go through this boot camp, you know, kind of mental boot camp, you know, the yeah. leadership awakening training. And, you know, that gives you a sense of comfort that, you know, you have people that you can trust and you can rely on, you know, and that was something that, you know, until now I didn't have, you know, that I felt, yeah. you know, I just had, you know, I knew the people, but I didn't know the people until yeah. I left the training. Yeah. And that's a lot of people do that. A lot of people, you know, have a sports background where they get a chance to bond and spread the court. But let's be honest, most people don't have a sports background. Most people, and if they did, it was a long time ago. And most people have never experienced that team environment, that team concept outside of that. And so I want them, yeah, in 48 hours, we take people who are strangers who you might barely know. And in 48 hours, you became brothers and sisters, friend. I mean, how close do you feel to those people now? You spent 48 hours together. How close do you feel to them? I mean, I feel so much closer to them now. You know, we, we all met. Wednesday when we got here in Roxana, Illinois, um, to Carmedic, you know, we met each other, you know, we high five, you know, shake hands, you know, whatever. And, you know, I knew of them, but now we're at that comfort level to where we can start joking around, you know, we're going to, uh, you know, Walmart together. We're going different gas stations, you know, different little things that, you know, you probably wouldn't do that first week of training, you know, if you didn't have this, uh, training, so, I mean, I feel, I feel a lot comfortable, you know, we're able to joke around now and, you know, not have to feel, you know, who, you know, are they going to judge me if I say this or, you know, it's, it's, it's comforting knowing that you can just joke around and, you know, they enjoy it. You feel like family, brothers, sisters, like you trust yeah. them, you know yeah. them, right? Yeah, that's the cool yeah. thing. And, you know, most people never experience that. But in that class, as uncomfortable as it was, Within 48, well, actually, within 24 hours, you became comfortable, right? I mean, by Saturday, Friday night in that training, you were, like, ready. Bring it on. It didn't frustrate you. It didn't fluster you, right? You were comfortable in a very intense environment, correct? Yeah. I mean, we, you'd put us through, you know, a lot of stress, and we saw how everyone was stressed. And, you know, outside, whenever we got our breaks, we were outside, you know, hyping, you know, getting each other up. You know, we're, we were... uh we were pushing each other to keep going. You know, there, there was a, a fellow classmate that was kind of falling behind and you could tell, I mean, you could tell that he was trying to mentally just check the check boxes and, you know, it took all, all of us to kind of keep pushing them, keep, you know, keep your head up, come on, keep pushing, keep pushing. So, I mean, it was, it was, you know, it was nice having that, uh, 
little push from everybody knowing that everyone's going through the same struggles and, um, yep. you know, and, there and we didn't just toss them out. We had to. Yeah, we didn't just toss them out, right? We live in a world where if you don't fit in, if you're not playing the game, then we just get rid of you. And we didn't do that. We overcame a lot together. We pushed him. We supported him. We challenged him. Uh, He never got to where I'd like him to go, but we didn't abandon him, right? No, no, we didn't. Hey, Um, uh, we're getting ready to go hard break, Parker. Parker, we're getting ready to go hard break. If you could please wait on here, stay on. We'll be back in three minutes. I'm Mr. Black. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about clear vision, and we'll be right back. Where is your honor, dirtbag? You are an absolute disgrace. Do you understand? Go change your diaper, baby. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox with devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a division of Salem Media Group. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. And yes, for those that are inquiring, yes, I do have another class. My next Leadership Awakening class is um, February 17th through 19th in Las Vegas. They always start on Thursday. Uh, you need to be uh, in that city of your training by 3 p.m. Uh, and then it's all-inclusive. It's your hotel, meals, all materials for the two and a half days. That's nineteen ninety-five, And you're completely finished on Saturday by 5 p.m. And you can fly out 7 p.m. or later on Saturday. So uh, February 17th through 19th, uh, we were going to look at doing Boise at the beginning of February, but we just couldn't get it filled. So uh, February 17th is our only class uh, in February, and it is in Las Vegas. And then March 3rd, we'll be back in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth for another Carbonetic class. Uh, and I want you to know, Minneapolis, well, actually not Minneapolis, I lied, Minnesota. We are going back to Minnesota finally. It's been over two years since we were in Minnesota. And since, uh, I don't know about Minneapolis, St. Paul, the liberal leaders you have there. So I think we're going to St. Cloud. So I think we're going to do our training. And we're looking at either March 24th through 26th or March 31st through April 2nd. Uh, but we will not be in uh, um, uh, Minneapolis proper. We're going to be a little bit outside of it, a little more conservative, uh, St. Cloud. My, when I grew up, I knew St. Cloud as home of Finger Hut. So uh, anyways, let's uh, get back to our phone lines. Let's, uh, let's get uh, Parker back with us. Parker, thanks for joining us again. I appreciate you taking time out from your training. So, yeah, Parker. Right here, I got briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. Uh, you had put betrayal and mm-hmm. abandonment. And you talked about yeah. your father left at a very young age. Talk about that. What impact has that had, not having your father there? What impact has that made? I mean, you know, from a young age, it didn't quite understand. You know, he wasn't around. You know, first month went by, you know, whatever. You know, I'm two. Uh, I don't. I don't understand that he... Yeah. left that, you know, I'm thinking, oh, he'll be back, you know, at some point. And about by the age of probably about five, you know, we paint that, you know, we get that mental map or, you know, however you explain it. Um, yep. That I, I finally, I finally pieced together that he probably wouldn't be back. And, um, you know, growing up uh, through sports and everything, you, it was definitely tough because you see a lot of uh, parents, you know, a lot of a lot of the wrestlers had their dads in their corner, and I would have other kids' dads, and so I mean that was really yeah. challenging for me. Um, and you know, just how to make you up, feel you know, different things. But that, how to make you feel, Parker? Parker, how to make you feel? So knowing that your dad, you didn't have a dad, and all that. I mean, go back. What I mean, honestly, what did you feel? Was there something wrong with you? Were you not loved? What? Do you, what? Do you, how do you think I you felt, made it I mean, make I sense? Because we all make it make sense. Yeah, I felt that you know there wasn't anything that. I could do. And that's what bothered me. It was, you know, I felt like it was my fault that he wasn't there, that I wasn't good enough, that he wanted to go with a different family because they were a lot better than I was. Um, so, I mean, I felt really abandoned because I felt like I wasn't good enough for my own father to be in my own life. Yep. Now, now, now you know, stop for a second. Now that you understand that, because we don't know that time, but now you're looking back, especially what you've been through. So how did that affect you? Knowing that you weren't good enough, wouldn't that affect you in your confidence and dealing with girls and dealing with so many things? It affected your confidence, correct? It, it, it did, really. Because, um, you know, that's, a, that's something that 
a father should have a sit down talk with their sons is how to properly, you know, be there for, you know, the first heartbreak, be there to, you know, the do's and don'ts whenever you're trying to get a girlfriend, the, you know, just life, life things that dad should be there for their own son. And that was hard for me because it was just my mom. You know, I had to see it from, you know, the woman's side or, you know, my uncle was there a lot for me. So, I mean, you know, I could have those talks, but it wasn't the same. You know, that was my uncle, not my father. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was very, it was, it was very challenging. Yeah. Yeah. And I want you to know, Parker, uh, there's a lot study you look up the, the household, the stats of households where the kids grew up without a man in the home. Uh, and it's stunning. Uh, the divorce rate, the drug abuse, the dropping out of school, the uh, drug use, depression, uh, all those figures are exponentially greater when a man's not around. And what most important thing is we get validated. We get affirmation and validation are two things that we look for in life. You know, they're, they're basically uh, on uh, the, the hierarchy of needs, if you will. Abraham Maslow's hierarchy needs. Affirmation and validation are huge. And for a boy, uh, a lot of those come from a man. And so you didn't have that. And how do you think this weekend, this weekend training, how do you think it helped you deal with that or overcome that? What do you think it did with that? Um, I mean, I definitely realized that it was not my fault that he left that, you know, I kind of, like you said, there's a lot of, a lot of challenges, uh, that, you know, young men face whenever the father isn't there, you know, with the dropping out of school and all that stuff. And I look back and I'm like, you know, I finished high school. I finished wrestling. I finished, you know, there's a lot of things that I did that I didn't have to have him there for. Like, yeah, it was challenging, but I didn't need him there. And I finally realized that I'm standing in, you know, I'm confidently in the right place where I need to be. And none of that was there. None of this would have happened if, you know, he would have been there. And I, I got to look at it like I'm doing good. Like I'm doing everything that I want to do because of me, not because I, I had him there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Isn't that credible? You've reframed. It's called yes. reframe. So basically you are who you are today. And today, as we talk right now, you like Parker, don't you? You're, you like yourself, don't you? Uh, yes. I'm very confident in myself finally. And it, it definitely yep. took, you know, doing this class and, you know, breaking through that board and realizing that I'm my own person, not, you know, yep. because of the things I've faced alone or, you know, without a, without a father figure. So, yep. Yep. And you overcame so much. And so what would you say right now, if you had to pinpoint something, Parker, you spent 48 hours in leadership awakening with Mr. Black. What's the biggest takeaway? What's the biggest change in your life right now as we talk? Definitely my uh, self-confidence. I mean, I walked into that room, you know, kind of with a big ego thinking, you know, oh, I don't need this. Let me just come check these check boxes. And definitely, you know, because I'm like, I, I tried to match, you know, my ego with how bad I felt about myself because I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm an athlete. You know, I can, I can raise my shoulders up high. And then, you know, finally getting through, you know, that night and coming into Friday morning, I'm like, okay, I need to, I definitely need to step back because I need this. You know, I didn't truly under like realize how how I needed this for my mental state. You know, for my my self esteem. You know, I really lacked that, and realizing that I'm 
I'm equal to everybody in that room that no one person is better than anybody. And that's where, you know, my, my self-confidence came back was because there's no judgment in there. You can open up your heart and tell anything that has ever happened to you. But if it's, you know, uh, drug problems, if it was, you know, abandonment, if it was abuse, you know, that's yeah, safe, right? It's a safe a environment. Safe space. Yes. Yeah, I may create a safe space. space. No judgment. Nope, not no at judge. all. And uh, what would you say? What so would you tell? Because, you know, there's a lot of people struggling. You're 20 years old, almost 21, and you know the struggles. And, man, I'm 56 years old. I've walked with 15,000 people like you. I know the struggles. What would you tell to someone out there right now that's been listening to the show or, or that wants something in life? Why should they go to this training? What would you tell them why they should go? Because it opens up a you break down a lot of walls. I put up, you know, I try to put up a big wall, you know, a big wall that, you know, with that abandonment and you break a lot of walls and it, it is so, so relieving after you finally bust through that wall and you can see how positive, you know, there's a lot of negativity in this world. Don't get me wrong, but the positive of what you've accomplished that you've been shoving away because of this wall. And once you just, break through it and realize that you don't need a father figure. You, you know, that was, that was something that I really, I really accepted Saturday after receiving that certificate that I'm truly my own person and I've accomplished so much without that father figure. And that was my biggest wall that I have put up for, I don't know how many years. And it is so relieving once you finally break down that wall and, you can just yep. finally accept that like you're doing perfectly fine without that, without that yeah. barrier being up, you know? Yeah. And we're getting ready to end the show. We're getting a very hard break, Parker. I just want to thank you so much. You are such an incredible young man. You're going to do great things. And, and whenever you need a, a father type figure, someone to speak life in you, I'm here. You know that. So reach out to me whenever yeah. you want. Okay, thank my you. friend. And All right. God bless you, Parker. For Thanks for joining us. Your camp. Yep. Thank you. Uh, you're, you're welcome, my friend. I am black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. Thanks, brother. You can now lose your job for refusing to call a biological male she and confused children are being pumped full of drugs to block puberty. How have we gotten to this point? The compelling new documentary, The Tragedy of Gender Confusion, has now been banned from online streaming. See the program the corporate media wants to hide from you. Get the DVD at SalemNowStore.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.